Snack. 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 The word of the day is. <laughs> this show is brought to you by. Flair. I don't know what that is. It's uh, Mo made a weird sound right when we started to record. Nah. So we're rolling with it. <laughs> Episode three. Welcome back, Mike. Episode three. Welcome back, everybody. Well, okay. Yeah, make me look bad. I'm just welcoming you back. Welcome back to all of our fans. Well, uh, both of them from uh, <laughs> from South Korea and France. <laughs> so that's so weird that w- when when episode two went live, the first like five or six uh, listeners were in Europe. Yeah. And it's weird because it went live at like 11 p.m. our right. time. So it's like, hmm, I'm French and it's four in the morning and I just downed my fifth bottle of Chateauneuf de Pauvre. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to listen to a podcast. A uh-huh podcast. Well, hey, you know, getting early for work and, and getting ready. And, and thank you to our listeners in, in Ireland that we picked up in France. There you go. Uh, Argentina. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. I can roll that R. <laughs> I can rock and roll that R. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thanks for coming back for episode three, everybody. We got a great show. Yep. I, ho- I hope. <laughs> <laughs> as as with the other two episodes, completely unscripted. So we'll see. But I'm in a good mood. Well, I have it mildly scripted here today, because well, don't tell me that. That well, kind of ruins all the fun. Ah, uh, fine. So hey, first things first, we put out our phone number at each show. That's right. Six three one seven Mike Mo. Six three one seven Mike Mo, which is actually six three one seven six nine five three six six, because it's Mike with a Y. Mike with a Y. Mm-hmm. Mike and M O. Six three one seven M Y K E M O. You don't have to tell people how to spell Mo. <laughs> well, no, some people put the E. Oh, like yeah, Mo Sislak. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, so since you have I was that phone, <laughs> since you have that, not as good. As, I'm sorry, not as good as your Homer. Not as good as your Homer. And some people commented that they didn't, they thought didn't know that was me. They thought we dropped in a soundbite. No, that was all no. you. Yeah, that was all you. I, I have the original. There it is again. Don't. There it is again. Yeah, yeah. Now, can you say actual words or is it just? It d- just depends. It's gonna be in the moment. You gotta feel it. Okay. You know, you gotta feel it. You gotta crack open six duffs and then, uh, exactly. and then it comes out. Okay. Duffman. Duffman. Fair comes enough. Duffman. Yeah. <laughs> if it's one impression from The Simpsons I can do, it's Duffman. That's pretty good. It's not bad. I'll give you that. That's all right. Well, thank you. That's all right. Thank you. Although I look more like comic book guy back in the day when I had the ponytail. I had a very strong comic book guy look. Oh, Photoshop challenge. <laughs> Photoshop challenge. Or or not. So. Uh, hey, great. so by the way, we also have coming in soon, we have people working on a new logo for us. Uh, yeah. So we're not going to use that regular picture that you put together of us, which is wonderful. The Bitmoji versions of well, each other. Well, we haven't seen their work yet. We, we need I'm to. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. We well, have several a, people working on that. But the we challenge couple, is open yeah. to anyone. If they'd like to do uh, cartoon versions of us, uh, give it a whirl. Yeah. Cartoon, illustration. Whirl. Any sort of a non photographic yeah. logo. Yeah, pictures, uh, the actual photograph doesn't cut it uh, in the podcast world, I don't think. But you never know. Hey, you know, we're, we're open to ideas. Right. Uh, so you can always email us too at mikeandmo at gmail.com. Mike and Mo. So, hey, by the way, speaking of putting the phone number out, we received a call. Did we? We did. Okay. Uh, you want me to play that for us? Yeah, who is it? All right, it's our friend Liz. Liz. Hi, Liz. Liz, Liz who apparently has been... Uh, uh, Texting you and, and bombarding you with messages uh, while she, listening she to the did. show. She did. She sent me uh, messages both times when she listened. So at least we know we have one avid fan who's listened to two shows. Well, let's see if she listens to this one. She gets her shout out. Hi, Liz. Here's hoping. All right. Here's here's her message. Go for it. Hey, guys. It's Liz. Um, Mike, first of all, I'm sorry that I keep messaging you as I'm listening to the podcast. So you keep getting bombarded. Um but you guys haven't talked about music yet, and I just wanted to bring up, uh, I looked up a while ago how much it would cost to get Huey Lewis in the news to be the, your, the band at your wedding, and minimum, they start at 10000 So I thought that would be an interesting subject for you guys to talk about, like, what is your ultimate band, or like, what band, if you could, if you had just an unlimited amount of money, who would you hire for a wedding or any type of function? Uh and uh, do you think 10000 is a little too much for Huey Lewis in the news? I was a little surprised by that number. And, again, that's, that's a minimum. That's a base. That's the start for Huey Lewis in the news. They're still touring. So, you know, good for them. I wish I could afford them because, quite frankly, they're a good time. But that's it. I'm loving it so far. Again, sorry that I am bombarding you with messages. But I just can't help myself. You guys are great. Bye. That's sweet. 
That's that's very nice. Very sweet, and it brings up a really strong topic. I don't mind addressing it right now. No, actually, uh, apologies for waiting to get to music until yeah. episode three. We never talk about music at all. In fact, or when weddings. You, when you and I sit back and like at the bar having a beer, we don't necessarily talk music. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not it's not my forte. I'll be honest; it's, it's I, really not my thing. But there's a great question that comes out of this that I've I've had debate with people. Okay. So. You just won a gazillion dollars in a uh, in a uh, lottery of some kind. Gazillion. Well, G. then why am I doing this podcast? All right, so this is theoretical. Oh, okay. Copy that. You'd still do it because it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. So I'm not here for the money. <laughs> so you buy this beautiful house on a on a cliff, right on a cliffside. You have the backyard goes to this beautiful cliff overlooking the water. It's a gorgeous property. Okay. And you can have three bands play for a party throughout the day for you on that on this back lawn. With just, you know, a couple hundred of your closest friends. Okay. Now, you're allowed to have three bands there. One for like noontime, one in the evening, and one at night. Okay. They can be living or dead. Ooh. Who are your three bands that are going to play for your show? I'll open it up by saying my during-the-day band is a pretty obvious one for me is Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Coral Reefer Band. They would play my mid They want to be under the sunshine, you know, get the party going, mm-hmm. have a few margaritas. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jimmy Buffett, my one of my all-time heroes, especially when it comes to the music world, I love Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Who would be your daytime band? Sublime. Really? I'd go Sublime. Why? Well, because you want them good in the sunshine. They got the good night. vibe, you know, yeah. little, little reggae-type vibe, little um, little criminal action here and little there. Little Santeria, and you'd be good. Oh, I love some Santeria. <laughs> With the sangria in the middle of the day. Sangria and Santeria. Wow. There you go. That'd be fantastic. That's that's actually not bad. <laughs> if they were if they were still kicking, that would not be a bad uh, See? a bad name for a show. There you go. There you so go. all right, so uh, my afternoon band is is tough because I want to get the party rolling, right? And I want to have a little fun, but I'm going to take I, I'm going to say I'm going to change the rules a little bit here. You're allowed to have if you want like two bands together, they have to have played together in their time. They have to have done a show together okay mine is a combined and i have to i have to bring people back from the dead to play in this band okay literally the dead uh-huh. with the blues brothers they played together wow that'd be a show that'd be great that'd be it? A and show. that's your evening show that's your ooh, taking into the nighttime right yeah there. okay so blues brothers uh, i'm bringing belushi back right okay the grateful dead is playing again that's not bad now you take jimmy buffett who is up there with Fish, is played in front of the most people, and the band that's played in front of the most people in the history of music in The Grateful Dead. There you go. So Jerry is back. I got Sublime leading up to the Chili Peppers. Really? I'm going to have Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right. They're going to keep that party going. That party's rocking. They're going to ump that energy, right? Oh, yeah. When the sun's coming down, you got the oh, Chili yeah. Peppers going? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I like it. Okay. And then the band to close out the night. Ooh. The nighttime band. Nice. And hands down, the best concert I've ever seen in my life. Okay. The best band live in concert. I want the full pyro. Kiss is coming. Kiss is going to close that show. Your neighbor's going to be pissed. Oh, they're going to hate Your neighbors me. are going to be so But I have mad. a lot of money and a lot of properties. Not a lot of neighbors nearby. And they'll okay. be invited to the party. Okay. I, I would also close it out with, um, with someone who I saw in person. And honestly, I think it was the best show I've ever seen in person. Ooh. Okay. Prince. Really, all the fantastic. it was amazing. I it was love amazing, that show. and Stevie Wonder played with him, uh, and he's coming too. Oh, well he's done. coming! He's coming too. And well, I think we've certainly addressed Liz's question with some of that. There you go. Um, is Huey Lewis worth ten grand? I'd say so. I'd put together a show sure. that you can have. I, I saw Huey Lewis play at the I'm Center in Danbury. Okay. And the coolest part of that show was he had a guest friend of his come on stage and sing a song with him. Do you know who that guest was? I don't. Chris Berman from, from ESPN? ESPN. Yes, sir. Boomer? Boomer got, got up on stage Boomer? and sang with Huey Lewis. In Danbury. In Danbury. Where was I? I don't know. How old was I? I don't know. This wasn't, I, I don't know, it's probably 15 years ago. Did he just yell, back, 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 <laughs> No, back. he was into it. He was jamming Love it. with Huey Lewis. I could, I could actually see him... Uh, being part of the Blues Brothers as well. Oh, that'd be fantastic! Yeah. So, so Chris Berman is allowed to be in the Blues Brothers well, portion of your show. Wants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Huey Lewis put on a heck of a show. Heck of a show. I can imagine. And he, while he looks like he's your neighbor growing up as a kid in the same neighborhood, like he's out mowing his lawn. Yeah. You know that that's Huey Lewis. 
uh, put on one heck of a show. So I think they're absolutely worth ten grand to bring in anywhere. You just have to have enough people to cover that nut to to pay for them to be there. I'd love for to have them come to Harry Brook Park and play the park, but I don't think I can put enough people in the park to pay for a ten thousand dollar band. Maybe he'll give you a nice tax uh, a, 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 a deduced rate well, since maybe. you're a tax exempt organization. Do you want me to reach out to him? I think Liz needs to be the one to reach out. <laughs> she started this whole thing. All right. Well, Liz, I will reach out to Huey Lewis for you. See if we can get him to come play the Greater Danbury area Wait. again. And Boomer can sing with him again, maybe. Who knows? That'd be fantastic. Be great. Awesome. Well, thanks for the call, Liz. That was Thank that was you, good. Liz. Yeah, that, that was, was wonderful. So as you all see, uh, calling in, not only do you get your voice heard, but we'll also uh, we'll, we'll take the show in whatever direction you're steering us. And let me tell you, that could she actually just get took dangerous. us around the world. Liz just got heard in, I don't know, some other part of the world. I don't know. Maybe Thailand again this Maybe week. Maybe Thailand. Maybe South Korea. Or Argentina. I, I, Argentina. Yeah, I, I didn't pronounce that right, did I? Argentina. Ooh. Ooh. I can hit those R's, baby. Ooh, I got a tingle when you so, said that. That was right, nice. Let's, let's tingle you even more because one of the requests we had in the last, uh, geez, in the last week uh, or so has been people enjoyed some of the trivia and thought that you could be challenged a bit more. Really? So this is my preparation for Who the show. Who said that? Oh, the, I, both people who mentioned it uh, that reached out to us. Tom being one of them that was adamant that he could beat you in uh, 90s movie trivia, by the way. Uh, yeah, probably, maybe. I don't know. It's we'll possible. See. It really depends. It really depends on what the movie is. There are some movies I can quote front to back. Well, I've set up a little game for you today in which the listener can win. <laughs> okay. All right. You can please lose. E please explain. I can lose. and, you, the, and can, you can also win. Please explain that. All right. So I have set up a series of questions. There are four categories. I'm not telling you the categories. There's one, two, three, and four. Okay. Each one has five questions in the category. So it's four categories, so five questions each. So it's 20 questions. 20 We're questions. playing 20 questions. All right. Okay, but great. you only have to answer three. Once you pick the category and you can be like, oh, I'm not going to be good at this. You can opt out after three questions in that category. Okay. All right. So say the first category is uh, um, bird watching. And you go, ooh, I already picked the category. I have to do three here. I'll talk about birds. And you have to answer only three. <laughs> okay. But you have the option of answering five. If you're going through well and you're doing well, you can answer up to five. Okay. Now, you're going to get points for each question you get right. Okay? This is getting complicated. No, no, not at all. You're going to be allowed to decide how many points. So I'm going to start you off with 10 points. Here you go. Let me Hold on. Let me get the, the, the noise for you. There you go. That's 10 <laughs> points for it's, you. It's on. Yeah. So now you have 10 points. All you need to do is get to 100 points. You can wager however much you like on each question. Okay. Uh, and if you get to 100 points, I, me, I will personally send out four gift cards for Dunkin' Donuts to our listeners. Well, that's very gracious of you. Now, so now the pressure's on me because right. the viewers are going to turn against me if I don't get this right. Correct. Okay. There's not viewers. The other listeners. The listeners, correct. So. Wait, wait, but how do those listeners collect? Ah. So because I'm totally going to win this thing. Good question. All right. So there's two parts to this. Number one, the listeners have to uh, do two things. Two things. They have to call us and tell us they're rooting for you. So call into the number call from the, the beginning number. of the show and say, I'm rooting for Mike. 6317 Mike Mo. Call us, leave us a message. You're rooting for Mike in the show. Then all you have to do is go on the Twitter and use the hashtag. What's the hashtag? Come on. The bar is low. Okay. Hashtag the bar is low. Yep. So we can find those people. Okay. And then those people will be chosen at random for people to receive Dunkin' Donuts gift cards. Okay. Let's play. All right. Now, oh, there's one more downside to this for you. <laughs> if you Just score me, under though? 50 points, you pay for those four cards. And they're still going out. Oh. So it's either me paying for them or you, because it's not paid for by our sponsor, because guess what? We don't have one. So th <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so the people are going to know that I lost, but they're still going to call up and say they're rooting for me. Yeah, well, they are rooting for you. And they have to compliment me. I, they don't I, have to compliment me. I, I think they should say, I'm rooting for Mike, and he has beautiful hazel eyes. All they have to say, really, is, is they're listening to the show. That voicemail, some comment about the show. They don't have to say that. They can be like, hey... <laughs> Mo, so great questions. Now. Okay. Nah, nah, as long right. as they call us. All right, let's go. Let's play. I like All right. This. All right, so uh, which category do you want to go into? What first, one, two, three, Just or four? Let's dive in with category number one. Category number one will be... Batman questions. Oh, jeez. 
going now, back to the Batman. We've mentioned a little bit that you're somewhat of a fan of, back, of Batman. Somewhat. Okay, so you're, you have to answer at least three questions. You don't have to tell me now. If you want to go to three or five, it's up to you. What's the level of difficulty on this? Uh, well, you're going to find out as you dive in. <laughs> okay. it really is irrelevant uh, to you. If I tell you they're medium difficulty, you're going to be like, oh, great. Okay. So let me touch base first. The first question, how many points would you like to wager of your 10? You need to get to 100. Um, let's go three. Three points. For three points, all right. What is the name? Oh, hold on. Where's your phone? Here you go. Uh, I don't need to hold it as long no. as we know where it is. Yeah, 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 you yeah, can't yeah. cheat. I'm All right. I'm just making sure. There you go. Hey, look, after the last call, Johnny told me basically that you would probably cheat in doing things. So uh, our last uh, guest caller, Johnny Laquasto, said that you were going to cheat to win things. So um, what? And I'm going to do a little throwback here. Oh, A little geez. throwback to oh. one of our other shows. Oh, jeez. What is the name of the actor who played the Joker? In the original Batman TV series. Oh, geez. And I know this, too. It was mentioned on the show. I know. So if you've listened to the show, you would know that. I, I didn't listen to the show. I'm sorry. Um, uh, you didn't listen to our own show? <laughs> <laughs> I know I do the editing, but come on, man. Oh, I've got to listen to the As show. soon as you say that, I'm going to know it, too. And it starts with an R, and I know this. Uh but we don't have we don't have that much time, so there's a time limit, right? Uh, well, basically, just legit. nah. Let's let's go on. Let's okay, go. you lost three points. Uh, you're down to seven points. That was Caesar Romero. Oh, Romero. That's Caesar yeah. Romero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Second Batman question. Two. Number two. You're betting two points. Yeah. Okay. Two points. What's the Joker's real name? Jack. Uh, come on. That's all you're gonna give me. You're not gonna give me his last name. Jack. I'm going to let you have it just because I feel sorry for you. It's Jack Napier. But that's only debuted uh -huh. in the Batman movie, movie in 1989. The comics, Steven, yeah. he had no name. They didn't exactly, give you, yeah. yeah Jack. They didn't tell you who it was. Well, since I was four years old when that movie came out, I think first names uh, count. So that's okay. Correct. So I'm up to nine points now? You're up to nine points. You've only, you're only down one point. Okay. Who played the Joker in the Batman animated series? Come on, you can get this. You know, I've seen I've seen the show a ton, and I watched it when I was a kid, but I honestly don't remember. Really? Because yeah. this is a major name in pop culture. Is it really? This is a major name in pop culture. Um, this like, is one you should know. Not because his name is Mike. I'm, I'm not giving you a hint that way. But this is someone you should most certainly know. Michael J. Fox. No, it's not a Michael. Oh. <laughs> I thought you just said it was a Mike. No, it's not a hint. I'm not giving you a hint. All right, go for it. Who is it? Mark Hamill. No. Yes, sir. Luke? He's well known for that. I did not well know that. Known. So that's that's uh, two points lost. This may not be my category. It's down to seven minus two. Can I come back to this now, category later? You've got you've got three. You've, you've, you're done with this category if you want to. I guess we could always revisit if we get there. Do I owe somebody something now? Uh, not until the end. We got to get to 100 points. Remember. You're only and what at, am I at? You're at seven. Oh Jesus! You've lost three. Okay. Well, category two then. Let's go. Category two. Category two is Liverpool Football Club. Okay. <laughs> Let's. How many points do I have? Uh, you have seven points. Go. How many would you like all to wager? Them. All in. I'm all Wagering in. Wagering seven. I'm all in on this on this one. Okay. On the front of the the kit for the Liverpool Football Club uh -huh. is their sponsor's name. Yeah. Which is Standard Charter. Standard Charter. Who is that? What do they do? That's not a football question, oh, though. Oh, that's the that's sponsor of your question. team. I don't know. Wow. I'm going to guess insurance. Wow. <laughs> I won't even call this one again, because you're right. It's not a football question. It's fair. <laughs> international banking. They're an international banking that's, firm. That's great. I, yeah, that, um, I don't, I'm going to allow your, your bet it all to go that. on this question. Okay. Is your, this a football question? This is I a hope? football okay. question. Okay. In Liverpool Football Club history, yes. who scored the most goals in their debut season? Mo Salah, right? Mo Salah is correct. Yeah. We're up to 14. He scored 44 during the 17-18 season. There's room for two Mo's on this show. And uh, yes, Mo Salah. That's, that's one right. Good for you. There we go. Well done. Okay. Okay. Second question. Who scored the most goals? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm all in. Oh, I knew you would be. Sorry. 14 <laughs> points. 14 points again. Who scored the most goals in the season by a Liverpool player in the Premier League era? Trick question, Mo Salah. It is a trick question. <laughs> Twenty-eight points. <laughs> I tried. You I tried, tried to throw you way off. But these were both last season. It's, I know. It's That's fresh. Good. All right. It's fresh. So here you go. It's fresh. Question number three. Okay. Am I all in again? That's up to you. 
I have a you feeling. Have 28 points. I have a feeling you're going to go old school on me now. I have 28 points. You have 28 points. Oh boy, I'm just going to do. I'm going to. I'm going to wager. I'm going to wager half. Half. I'm going to go 14 points. points. Okay. Just because I think you're going to go throwback on me on this. I'm going to go a little further back on you. Okay. Who's the youngest first team player in team history? Jerome Sinclair. Well done. Boom. 16 years and six days old. <laughs> Hold on. You're at 42 we points. Have to get the calculator going. That's very good. 42 and, points. And you know that's just that's just one of those random facts that I heard talking and it just stuck. That's pretty impressive. I don't know though. much about Jerome Sinclair. Very impressive. Yeah, he was that a 16 you got that. year. Yeah, he was September a young 2012. So that's fairly recent. Fairly uh, recent. But now you have the option of moving away. No, 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 from no, Liverpool. No, no, no. I'm dominating. Let's all go. All right. Let's go. Who scored the most most goals in all comp- competitions for the club? In all competitions? All competitions. <sighs> hmm. Oh, wait. I didn't ask you how many points. Oh, crap. I was going to go all in anyway. Ooh, 42 points. Oh, boy. That's a tough question right there for 42 points. Because I'm pretty It'll sure It'll put you to 84 if I know, you get it right. I know. And I'm pretty sure it's Ian Rush, but I'm not positive. Ian Rush. Is that correct? Yes, 346 <laughs> goals, up to 84 points. That was a weird celebration I just had. Very strange. See, but, you go take me out of Batman, put me into Liverpool. Well, here's the thing. There you go. You have one more question coming here. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. Um, you have to play out all the questions. So even if you hit 100 points, you mm-hmm. still have to play out the rest of the game, and you can end up losing points with that. Okay, so you how many more 80, points do I need? You need 16 points. So I need 16 points, and then there's another— One question. And then there's another 10 questions. And there's another 10 questions. After that. Yeah. Okay. So let's just do 10 points. Okay, 10 points. We're going conservative here. Okay. Uh, who has the fastest hat trick in Liverpool history? I have seen this highlight many times. Have you? And Robbie Fowler, in about four and a half minutes, scored Four a minutes, 33 seconds. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty impressive. I've, I've, I've watched wow. that video several times. Wow. 1994, August 28th. The guy put, That's a ridiculous number. Yeah. Four minutes, 33 Can seconds. Can I get an, well extra, done. an extra bonus point that Carlsberg was their sponsor, and I know what they do because I drink Carlsberg beer? Carlsberg was their sponsor prior <laughs> to any of these. Come on, man. We all know that. All right. So we go on to the next topic. You are at 94 points. Okay. There's two topics left. Okay. Now, I'm going to, since you're so close to it. Okay. Um, in one of these next topics, I have six questions, which might throw a curveball in the, in the last one, depending on which one you pick. Okay. What's your next one? Do you want three or four? Four. Four is the Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox. So how much would you like to wager from your 94 points? Now, don't forget. I know what you know about this in a lot of ways. So these might be a bit more challenging. Okay, but let's just go 30 then. We'll, 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 we'll take it. 30 points. Okay. What? I'm sorry. What happens if I hit 200? You have to buy me Dunkin' Donuts gift card? I'll buy you a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Okay, yeah. great, great. If you hit 200, yeah. Gotcha. How many Red Sox hitters hit 50 or more home runs in the 20th century? Hit 50 or more home runs in the 20th century? Yes, sir. It's history. Yeah, 20th century. Okay. Um, that would be for most people uh, you know, the 1900s. Yes. This is the 20th century. Yes. How many hit 50 home runs or more in a season? Hit 50 or more in yeah. a season? Yeah, 50 home runs. That's a lot of home Between runs. Between 1900 and 1999. There's a little bit of a time. That iced tea sounded really good. Hit 50 home runs. Dunkin' Donuts is not a sponsor, but we're giving away <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts cards and drinking Dunkin' Donuts iced tea. <laughs> Hint, guys. The show runs on Duncan. There you go. Um, man, that's 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 tricky because there's a couple names I want to go with who uh-huh. who are in you know 500 home run club territory. Give me but how many. I I don't I don't think anyone has actually hit 50 in a season though. I'm gonna go zero. That was wrong. Oh. You're down to 64. Who hit him? Who hit him? One guy did it in 1938. Ted Williams. Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox. Before oh. Ted Williams, Jimmy Fox. Good. Good wow. question. Good question. Good Tough question. one for you to lose. Jimmy, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're down to 64. I need 30. Give me that 30 again. You want 30 again? Yeah, man. That's a ballsy question. Ballsy move. It is a ballsy move. Um, who's the first Red Sox player to have three 200-hit seasons? <sighs> the first one to do it? 200 hits? I don't think... Te- three of them. I don't think Williams had... Pesky? 
He did it in three consecutive seasons as right? a player. Yes. I'm, not, I'm giving you this no. first. He did it in three consecutive seasons as a player. Well, I, I guess Pesky. Is it Pesky? It is Johnny Pesky. Okay. <laughs> oh, trying to get you to change it you out. You had me going. Well, don't forget, three consecutive seasons for him were 1942, 46, and 47 because he was gone for World War II. So is he, his three consecutive years. That counts. It's pretty impressive. It that really counts. is. But the first to hit 200, get 200 hits in, uh, in, in three. Three consecutive seasons. In, in first to have three 200-hit seasons, period. Yeah. Okay. I really wanted to points. go to Ted Williams, but I didn't. Uh, it's, it would have been a I didn't. good. Um, let's go conservative at 20. 20 points. Uh, 20 points. Who's the first Red Sox player to break the 375 batting average in a season? The first one to do it? Mm-hmm. Red Sox player? Yes, sir. 375? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ted Williams is the obvious, but I... Would I give you that? That's a good question. Would I trick you and make you think that? Yeah, I don't know. Just go Teddy Ballgame, yeah. Teddy Ballgame hit 406 in 1941, but the first to break the 375 hit 383 in 1912. Oh, hold on. speaker. Uh, I'm not holding on. You got it wrong. I was going to go with trying to guess it. Okay. Okay. The question is, do they get tougher? That's three with the Red Sox. You can bow out of the Red Sox and go to the last category with 74 points, or I would warn you to keep a – Keep a conservative try here. You're 74 points down. You don't know what the last category is. 50. You're going <laughs> I'm going to go 50. I'm going to go 50. <laughs> I don't want to give you this question, so I gave you the harder one. Because then I can double up I'll and double up and double up. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Go for it. 50 will put you over the top. Go for it. All right. The American League Boston franchise began in what year? And what was the name of the team called? It's the Boston Americans. It began in what year? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 1903 was when it was established. But I don't know if it goes, if we're going to go earlier because they were the Pilgrims before that. But the Americans were established in 1903. What's your answer? I don't know, 1903. It's 1901. The American League Boston franchise began... And they were the Boston that, Americans. So, so. so that was two questions in one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, uh, that, that, no, that's you lost 50. Sorry. All right, I'm, all in, I'm, all in, I'm all in the next one. That's, that's bullshit, but I'm all in. It's not. It's not it's yeah, not. No, 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 it is. It is. All right. It is. You have 24 points. You're all in. Mm-hmm. Which Red Sox was voted to the All-Star Game mm-hmm. as the 30th man vote mm-hmm. 2002? Johnny Damon? 48 points for okay. you. Okay, all right. See, and, you know, come on. That was well done. I had to keep something within striking yeah, distance Yeah, I'm, I'm calling shenanigans, though, on that. But I think you should give me 25. You should give no. me half of those points back. No, it's a two-part question. Okay. That's all. Fair enough. This is how it goes. Okay. All right. Last category. Is. You have 48 points. Okay. What's the last category? You have to get to 100. Okay. Last category. Seinfeld. <laughs> that is awful. Okay. Go for it. 48 points. What do you want to bet? I don't know. These are going to be really hard, aren't they? Good question. 28. Bet in half. No, more than half. 28 out of those 48 points. What was Kramer's name in the pilot episode? Episode. Ooh. I thought you nailed this one out of the gate. Yeah, so did I. Ooh. Kramer's name in the pilot episode was not Kramer. I'm, see, here's one of those ones where it, I, I'm going to get it in like 10 minutes. Yeah. No, you'll get it before that because I will tell you. Um, I can tell you. I'll, I'll even give you a hint. Hmm. This was made reference back in the final episode. God, you and your iced tea. That's delicious. On a cold day. I don't know. I can't waste any more of the viewers to the first time. Kessler. Kessler. I knew it was. Mm-hmm. You're down to 20 points. I know. Wow. 20 points. You I was riding to high off that Liverpool, too. you got to get to 100, too. This is tough. All right. How many points you want to wager? Uh, 10. I can't do any more than 10. 10. 10 points. Where can Elaine no longer get takeout? Hopsing. Well done. Up to 30 points. All right. You got so 30. I need to double at one You point. need to. You need to. You're bad. So I'll, I'll, I'll double now, I guess. For 30 points. This is, oh, this is big. This is, 
You don't have to go to five questions here, but this would double you up to get you to 60, and then yep. you'd have a shot. Okay. Oof. This is a tough like question. Which is the hardest one? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm try- I, I'd rather see you make it through. I don't want to give you the hardest one now. What's Newman's first name? Oh, Jesus. What is Newman's first name? I don't know. I don't think he has one. I've never heard of Newman's first name. Is that your answer? Hello, Newman. I don't. No, yeah, no. No. I don't. I don't know it. He doesn't. Your answer, your answer is you I don't know, or he doesn't. Have I don't one. think he has one. Okay. You're correct. <laughs> it was never given. Trick question. Sixty points. You're, you're back up you're to six. You were at ninety-four at one point. Such an asshole. Okay, so hold on. So I need forty points. You need forty points. So I can, if I. And I have how many? 60? You have 60 with two questions to go, if you want. Well, I have to get to 100, don't I? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I mean, I have 40 points. You can, you, can play, you can have two questions. You can go 20 and 20, or you can do, you can bet whatever you like. You can go bet 40 points. No, I now. have 60. I need 40. You have 60. I you have need 60. 40. Okay. Problem is, if you bet 40 and you lose, you have no chance of taking it out the door. I am going to wager. These are both. Uh, I, I have a couple of tough questions for you. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to do 41. 41. All right, and you don't have to answer a fifth question. All you have to do is get this question right. The whole but ball gonna, game is I'm on gonna, this. So. Wow. Wow. All right. I have two really good questions I can give you. Okay. Um I'm going to give you this, one of them's a two-parter. I'm not going to do that to you. You're so mad about the other two-parter. I think it's I I I'm calling shenanigans on it, but All right. So George's fictitious horses' names are. Remember the episode George. I know. Made up having to the, two to horses. The, um, oh, he's digging deep in this. I can see. I can actually see the wheels turning in his eyes. I I know the scene. He's sitting in the car um, with. Uh, he's sitting in the car with Susan's parents. They're mm-hmm. driving out there to. Mm-hmm. This is going to bug you, too, when I see the answer to this one. Uh, now, it's two horses. So here's the deal. I'll even break this down for you. You get one of them, I'll give you 20 points. You get a last question. That's a two-parter. Oh. That'll at least put you up to 80. But right now, if you can't, because this is two horses. That's the question is, what are the two horses' names? Uh, mm. This trivia does not run on Duncan. Well, your your Duncan's across the room. You're not using it to uh, oh to drink from. Ah, he's going to get his Duncan. Okay, now I'll see if he can power up. <laughs> it's like Mario Brothers. He just powered up. What's that? <laughs> you. <laughs> it's like Mario. He's yeah, that sound. I like, I uh, wish I had. Well, no, I was gonna say, like if I had Mario's magic mushrooms or something right now, I'd be. <laughs> um. Okay. Hmm. Prickly Pete! Prickly Pete! Prickly Pete! Prickly Pete! Prickly Pete. <laughs> One of them was Prickly Pete. One of them is Prickly Pete. That's good for 20 points on this. I'm, I'm allowing you half points on this, which is totally against the rules. And hey, look, I don't make the rules. I just follow hold them. Hold on, hold on. Actually, I do them make the rules. They're Keeps them rules. stable. Was it Snoopy and, and Prickly Pete? It is Snoopy and Prickly Pete. But I want to I wanna keep your hands there. What? I'm just coming around to make sure that you haven't looked this up somewhere. I'm on, See, that's my point. I'm on iTunes. He is on iTunes. I'm coming around just to say I'm very impressed. He just got Snoopy and Prickly Pete. No, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that you actually came around and looked. Holy moly. What I was trying to do is see if um, if our show actually has been accepted to iTunes. Yes. It has not. Oh. Um, but I digress. So I'm up to 101 points. You're, you're No, you bet 40. You're 100 even. No, I said 41. No, no. You said 41. Uh, yeah, I said 41. <laughs> you're 101. Here's the big question. Uh-huh. I'm on your number one topic of Seinfeld. My number one topic would be Star Trek. I didn't do Star Trek because nobody cares. Yeah. 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 Your number one topic is Seinfeld. You've told me before. You've played okay. the Seinfeld trivia game many times and never have lost. So what happens if I don't get to 100 points? Um, then uh, 100 points, I send out four gift cards from me out of my pocket. Right, but if I don't get to 100. if Then I, I don't send out four. It depends on what you're down to. I'd probably only send out two. And I'm paying for them. You're spending my money right now. So I'm, I'm betting with house money? Betting with house money. Unless you completely blow it and tank it. 
then you're buying. Mm. Dead air time is not good for podcasts. I'm going to risk one point. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Be a man. I have a prize for you as well. In fact, oh. I will double your prize. You double my prize? If you, if you go all in. Come on. Uh, okay. Yeah? Why not? You're going to take it? Okay. Why not? In one of my all-time favorite episodes. Which is? The fire episode. What's the actual name of the George, episode? It's called the fire episode, where George pushes people out of the way. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. the fire episode. Mm-hmm. The two-part question is, Oh Jesus! what's the clown's name, and who played the clown? Ooh, good one. Solid one. Oh, my Solid. God. There is so much pain in his face right now, because he knows this. Oh, my God. It's not on the tip of his tongue. It's like on the back of his tongue. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I can, yeah. I can see it in your eyes. Um, I'm going to see if I can who, who telepathically him? send you the answer. I don't know who played him, though. Um, or do I? The person who played is, is a well-known actor. It was... Um, hmm. It was well, Eric the Clown. Eric the Clown is correct. And, um, and the answer needs to come in three... Two, I'm seeing the face, and one. I don't think that it's actually him. But was it Answer. John Favreau? It is John Favreau. Is it really? It is John Favreau. Wow! Very impressed. I saw the face under Very the makeup. Very impressed. Wow! Eric the the clown. I, Eric I, the clown. Let's give the buzzers and whistles. Congratulations! That's fantastic. Well done, my friend. Well done. So, uh, and, and by the way, we're, we're still not on um, on iTunes. Oh. Well, that's why the, the bar is low with the prize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, first of all, you get a farmhouse premi- premium chocolate candy bar from Cumberland Farms. I'm going to eat that right it's now. It's the birthday candy bar. It's white chocolate with uh Oh, I'm going to save this for my birthday, actually. I'm going to save this for my no, birthday. No, eat it now. It's in like a week. My uh, birthday's and I'm next gonna, week. And I'm going to get you something uh, from the other room. So, you keep the show on, and I'll be right back. Okay. So, uh, so Mo is actually walking out. So, I'm going to take this uh, as, as a good opportunity to... Uh, to, to thank God for giving me the power to win that trivia challenge. Um, and apologies to, uh, to Batman for uh, absolutely butchering that category, but at least I made up for it um, with my other, my other useless knowledge of uh, sports and Seinfeld. So uh, thank you. Thank you, God, um, for giving me... thanking God? <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, you left me with so much airtime. Who else am I supposed I to thank? I did. Well, that's fine. You can yeah. thank the fans. You can thank your parents for allowing you to watch so much television. I'm gonna thank I'm gonna thank the fans, and I'm gonna thank uh, Mo. Okay. For uh, for offering up this amazing prize. It's a great prize. I'll be sending out four. Count them four. Dunkin' Donuts gift cards to our fans, and for you. Is it the first four who call in? Um, it's a randomly chosen four. Okay. That call in and have to use that hashtag. Yep. The bar is low. Gotcha. And tweet that they listen to the show. Because really, it'd be great if they share the show. It'd be great, too. That should be a stipulation. No, they have to share it. No, we didn't say it before, but sure. Okay. So, the other part of my gift is wrapped for you here. It's a really good candy bar. You can, I can't have that, but go ahead. There's your gift. Oh, my goodness. This is just what I've always wanted. A dozen, a dozen grade A They're large farm fresh. Le- eggs. They're farm fresh eggs. I bought them today from one of our friends and listeners. So, uh, Ooh, and they even took the poop off. They did. So you know, we you might want to wash them gently. So we used to have chickens, actually. You did, and, and weren't they destroyed? Well, they were destroyed. There was a. Uh, <laughs> uh, my wife had some friends from Spain who were visiting, uh, and it was fall time, and the their their little boy was. Loving just playing in the leaves. He, you know, they live on the Mediterranean, oh, nice. so they never play in the leaves. They, he's never seen leaves. So no. he comes to Connecticut in, in October. Obviously, there's leaves. He's loving playing in them. We go, hey, do you want to see the chickens? And luckily, he's like, no, I'm playing in these leaves. So my wife goes, oh, okay, I'm just gonna go feed the chickens, and right? you can come down in five minutes. Well, she goes down and finds an absolute bloodbath, beaks and heads and feet everywhere, oh, blood. Goodness. It was a horror show. It oh, was just awful. It, now, just imagine how much more awful it would have been <laughs> had this like three-year-old boy two three-year-old boy his first trip to the yeah. united states and this is what he would remember yeah. for the rest of his life yeah and bad. some foxes got in there so one God. survived one survived wow and we uh we shipped her off to a uh a friend who had chickens um that haven't been slaughtered 
Okay. Obviously, their setup was a little bit more secure than ours. Okay. And that's my story, that's a of, story. of when we had chickens. Do you know so, I also yeah. have a, uh, a story of chickens? This chocolate um, bar is fantastic. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's well-deserved. you, you got to feed the brain. It has confetti in it to celebrate my victory. Right. Um, ah. <laughs> so, by the way, the eggs, uh, courtesy of uh, Andrea Navolo. Uh, if mm. you know Andrea, she does a great job with her eggs, and she's got a baby on the way. So, first baby mentioned really on the podcast for one that hasn't been born yet. Well, congratulations. Yeah, not yet. Uh, apologies for eating chocolate into the microphone. Well, it's all right. You're allowed right now. So, And thank my, you for the eggs. My chicken story is is a different chicken story. My I would hope, because that would be really weird if you were really there. Strange. No, I mean, not, not uh, a bloodbath. All, all the chickens are dead, and Mo is here. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not, mine's not a bloodbath chicken did story. Did Mo try to eat my chickens? I actually have two chicken stories. <laughs> I think stories. that's what really happened. Strange. I think you tried to eat my chickens. I, you'll never be able to prove it. Oh, you'll never be able to catch them. So... <laughs> so Two fun stories. One, when I was a kid, we had a dog who was a rescue dog, uh, part Carrie Blue Terrier. We named him Toto because he kind of looked like Toto from The Wizard of Oz, a little bigger. Okay. Um, but Toto uh, was always on a leash. Toto was never allowed to roam kind of on his own, you know. And we used to sometimes put him in the basement uh, while we went away. <laughs> Did he'd you also go, feed him fish heads? It's a, <laughs> no, it's a finished basement. <laughs> but we'd put him in the basement, and he'd hang out in the basement. And uh, apparently one time they had left the window open in the basement, my, my folks. Mm. And uh, we came home. We were out somewhere. We came home, and the, um, the neighbors came over and were very upset that our dog had torn apart their chickens. <laughs> and we said, no, our dog's in the basement. What are you talking about? We went in the basement and saw the blood trail to the window and the dog sitting there wagging his tail like, hey, I'm a good dog. I've been right here in the house the whole time. I didn't do nothing. Face caked in blood. Oh, gross. Yeah, pretty gross. But uh, the other one, my other chicken story, and I don't know why we're on chicken stories, but it works. Uh, I don't know why we talk about half the stuff we talk about on this show. Good point. But that's why the bar is low. (laughs) The other other was uh, while I spent my time as a firefighter, we responded to a fire call uh, at someone's house who had chickens. And uh, they had run their own wiring out to the chicken coop to put heat and lights with the chickens. It's always smart to do your own electric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the whole place had gone up. Middle of the day. No one was home. Uh, no one got to see that. But I have to tell you, I have never rolled up on a better smelling fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. One of the guys said it to me, like, mm, it smells good. Wish I brought barbecue sauce. And we're trying to be quiet so no one heard us. But, uh, yeah, it's probably... Not what you want to say when people have lost their chickens, but you know it did smell delicious. Well, you weren't at the uh, the 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 cookie factory fire of two thousand two, apparently, because oh, that God, must that have been oh, amazing, man. Oh, I would have just rolled in with gallons of milk. Yeah, <laughs> dive in. <laughs> you know what? Uh, my my favorite uh, movie scene of something catching on fire in the Naked Gun, <laughs> when okay. when when there's that that this is the most amazing car chase scene in the Naked Gun, <laughs> and uh, he, and somehow. Uh, Somehow, someone winds up on a missile and it goes launching into a fireworks factory. Yes, yes. And then Frank Drebin comes out. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Frank Drebin's a great character. Absolutely. Great Absolutely. Character. I, I, honestly, some of my, I, I think those are one of the best series of comedies of all time. O.J. Simpson was amazing. O.J. Simpson was so good in that. He was. He was so good in that. Too bad he ends up being such a horrible human being. Allegedly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, goodness. Allegedly. So what else do we have to talk about this show? <laughs> I don't know. I think we just I think the bar just reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So write in, call us in if you think you uh, know someone who's been more allegedly uh, <laughs> accused yeah. of a crime. Well, hey, I just met we did we did TV shows the other day, right? Yeah. You said our favorite TV shows. Yeah. Right? I think Seinfeld, you think uh Sopranos. Sopranos. By the way, and I thought of this, uh, I, I hate to tell you this, I thought of this in the shower, after the fact. Okay. South Park deserves to be on that list, Ooh. by the way. By the way. Ooh. I don't want to have the whole conversation over again. No, but South but now Park is, deserves conversation, deserves a mention, if so nothing else. the Office, South Park, Seinfeld, top three comedies, probably. Yeah, if you want to go yeah. straight comedies, The Office, uh, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I don't know if South Park is number three for me. I think it's, it's up the there. smartest comedy. It's, it's very I think it's smart. The smartest comedy. It's very quick in the yes. turnaround time. Six of days on top of a topic. Six days they make episodes. It's outstanding. Uh, and but and look, those guys can cross over. They can do Broadway. They can do feature films. Basketball is brilliant, funny. Are you basketball or orgasmo? Oh, I because because <laughs> both, both are outstanding. Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker with orgasmo. <laughs> 
Or outstanding, yes. Like, um, I don't want to say we're nothing. Basketball, I think. But unicorns kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it's not one it's of the best lines in line. cinematic history. Great line. My goodness. Great line. But, but they uh, can cross over to Broadway. They can cross over to. Did you see the Book of Mormon? Film. I did not. Oh see my it. goodness! I've only been told the wonderful things about it's the Book of Mormon. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's what I was told. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but maybe someone else will do another production of it at some point soon, and I can I can watch that and see that. I will do a one-man show version of it if you would like. You know what was a great Broadway show that never got the credit it deserved? Hmm. Shrek the Musical. <laughs> it was brilliant. I went and saw that, and it was brilliant funny. Are you kidding me? I should have played Shrek. Are you kidding me? No, all new music. They did You're a whole new green. score. You're wearing green. Yeah, totally Shrek in real life right I now. I am Shrek. I can yeah. just get the little horn things up on the top of my head and mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I am a little bit of Shrek going on. And you're a little bit of donkey going on. <laughs> donkey. But what do you think? I, I got Naked Gun trilogy, Austin Powers trilogy. Austin Powers trilogy. What great. are some other great uh, just comedic trilogies or comedic series that are out there? Ooh. I don't think National Lampoon necessarily counts. I think I think when the vacation series it counts. Sure. You think? Sure. You think? And that, that's to the top of the list. I mean, you're looking at European Vacation. You have Christmas Vacation, which is one of the great Christmas movies of all time. It's, it's on that list. There's no question. And look, the original vacation, very few can challenge that. Yeah. With, with John Candy's, sorry, folks, park's closed. Who should have told you out front? <laughs> well, you work at a park, so you're kind of biased. <laughs> I don't work at an amusement park. You're kind of biased. You're kind of biased. <laughs> you're kind of biased. <laughs> I look you work, like you, John Candy. You work yeah. at a park and you eat a lot of candy. Oh, you're the one eating the candy during the show. Into the microphone. <laughs> so Apologies why are you, why again. Why are you getting on me? For well, that? I don't know. Because if you put me standing next to you, people would be like, that guy eats a lot more candy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's kind of where yeah. I'm going with that. That's kind of funny. But I don't know. Yeah, Naked Gun, Austin Powers. Austin Powers, fantastic. Yeah. And you know, I saw recently an interview with Mike Myers, um, who was talking about you know uh, his son is now watching the Austin Powers movies. His son is like getting into this whole thing. I don't even know how old his son is. Like ten years old or something, right? His son pulled him aside. They were out somewhere, and he, and he I don't think just watched it. And uh, his son, a picture you have a, a 10-year-old who's your child, mm-hmm. says, Dad, I want to tell you something. Like, pulls him down to whisper. And I he goes, see dead people. <laughs> he goes, I'm your biggest fan. Aww. How cool is that? Aww. That's life. My daughter hasn't told me that she's my biggest fan. Your daughter hates me. so No, she's coming around. She is, yeah. She's, she's, com- she's coming around. For the listener, his daughter has been very afraid of me from, well, not day one. Probably day, I don't know, a year old or so. The first time she met you, you were Santa Claus, and everyone loves Santa Claus. First time she met me, she was Santa, I was Santa Claus. I don't think so. I think I met her before that. Well, the first time that she remembers meeting you. Well, maybe yeah, and she still cried. Yeah, so. but not at first. I got a cute picture, yeah. but then for the next like year and a half, like she would see you, and it's just like, oh, the boogeyman's here. Oh no. my god. No. Like it was no. hilarious. Yeah. Not and now for she's kind of coming around. Now she calls. She says Uncle Mo. If you show her a picture, she says Uncle Mo. And then she goes, no, no. <laughs> Eventually, the, the fear settles in. And, and that's why I tried to get ahead of that, because I am a big furry monster. So what did I buy her as a gift? <laughs> Sully, Sully from Monsters, monster, Inc., yeah, yeah. who's a big furry monster. So she's not afraid of big furry monsters. That was the plan. That, was the, lo- that was the logic behind that your That was gift. the logic okay. for an adult. I but, see. But uh, it probably didn't work. So... Anyway, by it's, the way, it's a funny ulterior motive uh, for buying a child a gift for them to not be afraid of you. <laughs> that's, that's it's kind of rich. I like a little, that. A little fun I like love that. from Santa Claus. Yeah, there you go. You it's like you go to fun. the Disney store. It's just like, oh, I could get you Minnie Mouse, but you know what? I'm not Minnie. No, I am. I am big I'm hairy Maxie. monster. Yeah. I am Maxi. <laughs> well, thank you for going with Sully then as as the gift. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, things just kind of gotten real awkward. I real, can't believe real you weird. didn't know that Standard was a bank. Standard Charter. I have no business knowing what Standard Charter is. Of course does. you'd want to know. It's a what? shirt you wear all the time. So? You always wear. Look, you're wearing one now. You wore <laughs> one last time we did a show. You wear did I? your kit every time we do a show. I was wearing Liverpool last time. I believe you were. So every time you, you wear this all over the place huh. and you don't know who they are. I think I think I'm more focused on the Redbird. I like the I Redbird. I had to go look. I'm more I had to look on the Redbird. I wanted to know who they were. Well, now I know. Now you know. And now you'll never forget. And now we'll never bank with them. Is there international banking? I don't know if you do a lot of international banking. I do not. Well, not that we know of. <laughs> I, I keep my money with Bank of America. Oh, America. Bank of America. America. Well, we're coming into the closing moments of the show. 
Time's a quick one. It is a quick one. That's our shortest show. Is it? I mean, we can keep going if you want to keep going, but it's about right. Are you going to edit out the part where you said this is the end of our show? Uh, if you want me to. <laughs> keep it going if you want. What else do you want to talk about? Yeah, what else do you have for a topic know, today? Uh, we can just wrap this up. No, thing. I'm just we saying. Just you have, no, you have another topic? It's cold outside. There's ice. It's, it's winter. Next point. <laughs> Good God. Talking about the weather. Is that what we're, what we're down to? Well, we're in a park. We're in this park. The, the park that you, that you work in is yeah. it's a beautiful outdoor landscape. And it's covered with ice. It's covered with ice and snow. It was treacherous getting here. Yes. I risked life and limb just to get here to record not, this podcast. Not so much. Not so much. I drove over salt and Yeah, that's what you do dirt. in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people do. Fair. Uh, so how we end the show is talking about something to make you better, something to make you a good gentleman. Uh, we've talked about before, and when you meet someone and shake their hands and how you dress, how you carry yourself, what would you like to add this week uh, for the gentleman's portion of the show? Pull up your pants Ooh. and wear a belt. Wow. I don't need to see your butt. That's true. I don't need to see your crack. Right. Pull up your damn pants. Pull up your pants. Pull up your pants. Yeah. You know... Uh, I was taught a long time ago, you know, I spent a lot of years in sales, and sales, um, people would say, always have... Your pants down. And <laughs> it, I just, uh, no, and that's just not how I want to make a sale, though. <laughs> They'd say jewelry. A little bit of jewelry shows success. A little bling. A little bling. Okay. Um, and they used to tell me, and I'm not even going to the jewelry part, um, but they'd say your shoes represent so your shoes should always show that you're successful. Your shoes reflect your success. And always look at a person's shoes. And they and I always thought, you know what? When you look at someone's shoes and they're scuffed up shoes, um, they've, they're worn shoes. Okay. Right? It doesn't mean that person's not successful. That means that person's wearing those shoes out. That means they're hardworking people. Um, so I certainly uh, will look at someone's shoes when I talk to them. And I think your shoes tell a little bit about your character, no matter what the shoes are. Your shoes define a little taste of your character. And if you want to make someone feel really, truly uncomfortable while you're talking to them, stare at the shoes. It's really uncomfortable. I'm just uncomfortable thinking about it. Or if you really want to make someone uncomfortable, stare at the middle of their forehead. And uh, they will have a tough time because you're not keeping the eye line with them. Yeah, I could see that being worse than looking at my shoes. If they're yeah. looking at my shoes, that just that, that kind of makes me feel like I'm the alpha. It's well, not really. Yeah. No, they're not oh, looking, yeah. they're looking at your shoes, and you can make faces while you look at the shoes, and people think you're judging them by their shoes. Oh, okay, fair so enough. So make sure when you recognize shoes, you look, and you look away, and you maintain eye contact and conversation. This It, it reminds me a lot of, um, you're like Forrest Gump, because Forrest's mama <laughs> always said, you can tell a lot about a person from their shoes. You can. Where they've gone, where they've been. <laughs> where they're going. I wore a lot of shoes. I don't like shoes. Mama said my shoes would take me anywhere. Wow, that's really, really loud. That's Good why I turned away Lord. from the microphone. And it still was crazy loud in the room. Well, I'm wearing headphones, so I can't general. really tell what oh, my, I, what I my volume is. Yeah, I can tell what that volume is. It's a little out of control. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Park's closed. <laughs> Who should have told you out front? <laughs> FNAF. 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 Good. That's a show.